Are you on two? Yeah, but check to see if it's live on Man in the Milf. I'll show you. Just me? Yeah. How am I live on two different places? No, I'm just like, I show you're just... Go to the oh, live. Yeah, live. On Man in the Milf? Mm -hmm. okay. okay, so that's what we need to do then. Oh, there's not the... Hey, how are we'll you? Just put it next to the... Can we just exit out of this one then? Hi, Nati. Thanks for being patient. We were having technical difficulties. Oh, like this? We could. You want people to move to your side, right? You can't turn your phone while recording. Yeah. Well, just push the chair back. Guys, you're so patient with us. We were having technical mm -hmm. difficulties. I think Finia was about a binge drink, but <laughs> we will dive in since we are running behind. All right, Finia, you want to go with that intro? <laughs> yep. Hey guys, it's Finia. And this is Carmen. And you're watching Man, Man in, in the, the Middle. Milf. Hey, we're hey. live. Finally, well, welcome. after 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was Finia's fault. Ay Dios, here we go. <laughs> Merchandise, take it forever. Yep, all good. <laughs> well, we want to thank everybody for being super patient with us. Hello, hello, everybody who is joining us. Um, I guess we're just gonna dive right in just because we're running so behind. Dive right into. Oh, I forgot my crown! Your crown? I wanted to bring Wait. a crown for you. I need a cheese Oh, a crown! I thought yes. you said crayon. You know, oh, no. <laughs> and I thought you meant crown like the bottom. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> for that too, you know, we need some shots in this place. Because you know how some people don't pronounce crayon, some people say crown. So when you say crown, I thought you meant like a box of crowns. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about box of crowns over here. Tell me you're a mom without telling me you're a mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she's like, We need to get closer. Say that again because they didn't hear you. Tell me you're a mom without telling me you're a mom. Shut up. <laughs> well, welcome. This is our first, first, first live. We are super excited. Can you guys tell? Because, you know. We were so excited that we just forgot about the whole streaming process. We were like, okay, we can just do it. We're just clicking a button. But, you know, we graduated from Harmon, so... <laughs> We a little slow. <laughs> He's a little slow. He's our IT person, and as you could tell. <laughs> and I thought we were Gucci, but it's okay. It's okay. Girl, <laughs> so let's just walk into some gossip things. So last week. <laughs> Sorry, somebody on our life says she coming for that speech impediment. <laughs> um, yeah, she. You already know us. You definitely already know us. All right. I so last week thing. we talked about Kanye West's tenth album. And it's What's it called for you? Donda. <laughs> and it's no. not a Spanish word. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad somebody said it's something. It's Donda. Let's play respect to Kanye's mom. It's Donda. It's number one on the charts. I mean, I was, I wasn't. So it beat out Drake. At all. Drake came out later, so he's actually probably going to be on this one. He'll probably but um, bump down Kanye only because people are on, are on that losers can't rap. Sorry. Says the man who couldn't pronounce Kanye's album correctly. I know how to say it now. I would just, <laughs> I would just say it like weird because I'm just that's just who I am. Uh -huh. That's just me. Okay, all right. Um, also, we'll do that at the end of, of the show because of, um, September 11th is coming up, so we do kind of want to just pay that tribute. silent tribute yep. to them while we are on here because this is also going to be recorded, so people who aren't watching us tonight will be able to listen to us in their car and. Okay. All right, and J Lo and Ben get steamy in Venice. Ooh! I honestly forgot they existed. Tell me about it. They were on like everywhere when they first started dating. Now I'm like, where the fuck they at? In Venice. Right now, like they just getting steamy in Venice. Like last time I heard about him, he was at Tiffany's, and I'm like, uh, no. Oh, that's know that. true. But hi, all the new joiners. Go ahead, Pina. Kylie confirmed her second pregnancy, which we all knew. She confirmed it, but like she came out and said, like, because with Stormy, she didn't do all that. Right, right, right. The second one, she actually came out. She showed us her baby lump. I believe she may be like over five months because she's big. Okay. So I'm super happy. It was stupid because I was watching the video, and um, Chris Jenner was like. Oh my god, this is the happiest moment of my life. And I was in my head, like, go, I want to write Chris and go, like, you should take a picture of every single time you say that and, like, get a book, like, how, how Kim did with her selfies. So we can all, because I'll buy that book. So, not, many, so many well, I'm going to say a book, do a video montage. No, a book, like, how, because she can, like, like, Kim Kardashian did. 
I like, like, I, I bought Kim Kardashian's selfie book. Really? So she can just do the same thing. You spent money on somebody's pictures? Yeah. I'm a fan. Okay? Well, He's yeah. Been keeping up with the Kardashians. Okay. Apparently <laughs> enough. To, how much was that book, female? You, I'll, we'll update you in next session. Right. I'm going to Google it. Kim Kardashian's selfie book. It's really book. old, so it's going to be down in like $5-ish. Back then, it was I a, highly I, doubt I that. I got it right when it came out. Did yes, I said I right? I said why? <laughs> <laughs> I said wrong. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, Anything else? What else? Oh, Labor Day weekend. Were we the only two people who were not in Chi Town? <laughs> it felt like it. My Snapchat was like Chi Town, Chi Town. Ooh, we going to to Chi Town. I'm like, what's Chi Town? Chicago. Chicago. Chi. Chi. Yeah. Oh, I said Chi. Right. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Cousin, I know you're watching this. Cousin, I know you're watching this. Come for her in the comments because she's reading them. She breaks her am. neck like, Whoop. I am. I'm reading them and I'm I'm giving the shout outs as the shout outs need to be. I right. saw your post on Facebook and I'm like, what a hater. You I mean, wish you were in Exactly. Chicago. I was like, if I wasn't saving monies for my cousin's wedding, then I would definitely be Why'd you say that? Because I heard a I heard a stop in my in my ear. Oh. Okay. Like I went deaf for five seconds. Okay. No offense. So okay, so that's she's man. Everybody was in. No. Uh, oh, that I'm was she's man. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. That was she's man. <laughs> because everybody on my Snapchat, Facebook, were like, was over there, and I'm just like, y'all couldn't bring me back a shot glass. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Chicago is a Talking about Molly and medical marijuana. <laughs> this i was like i need to bring up some jokes because her um betsy's laugh is gonna make the whole session her <laughs> energy is like gonna come not just through the mic but through video yes and she was nervous you're doing great i'm sweating oh uh, well that could be the lack of air conditioning that's because oh, that's right out of you. <laughs> the mic's on you that's why oh see me lamparita my lamparita's making a difference over here just a little just a little um, one of them, actually, this will probably go for you guys, but KCK actually came out with new COVID restrictions. So if your child has any symptoms of right. being sick, COVID, wise, something like that, then they will have to stay home for 10 days. Because the they have days, a significant number. Not only is there a teacher shortage right. for KCK, because um, Amara's preschool teacher had to get pulled to go teach at a different school. So she has a completely new preschool teacher now. Oh, wow. Dang. Yeah. I, we just got the news today about that. So... That's crazy, but it made it's kind of weird that that was happening. I'm just like, oh my goodness, because my my brother's his senior year, he goes to Harmon. I heard that there was a lot of just like mixed stuff, just all this other stuff. I can't hear myself. So, you, so you're saying there's new COVID restrictions? There's a teacher shortage. Is there any other gossip we should know about? Um, let's see. We got Labor Day. Nope, that seems to be all that I was. All that are listed. Okay, well. <clears throat> what? Do you want to introduce or should I? Not yet. I'm not done yet. <laughs> I just asked you if there was any more cheese man. There isn't no more cheese man. We got a couple of questions before we hit the big topics. We got an hour. Okay. All so right, what's next? I what's got next a quick question. I got a quick question. <laughs> oh, actually, I got, I was on TikTok and I, what did you say? You said, what did you learn on TikTok? Because I definitely Hi, raised. Francis. We see you. Also, I was on TikTok, and there's this one dude. I hope this makes you laugh. But did you know? Can we introduce our special guest first before you start asking oh, questions? Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. Oh, my bad. I think we to just like jump Jeez, right in. No. Like she's going to dive in. Guys, this is what I have. So now you guys are getting a visual of what I have to put up with on a weekly basis here. Hey, but so, she loves me. As you can tell, we, ha we do have a special guest in our midst. My best friend, my sister from another mister. Hey, she's my best friend. She a real hey, bad bitch. Got her own money. She don't need no. <laughs> right? I told you to bring the oh, class. I'm so worried about what life. We didn't even bring in the class. Like, Betsy uh, Yamel Camacho. <laughs> so she is. She is not only our first live. Yes. Co-host guest. Oh, co-host, yes. Let's give you the title. Oh, special. Special co-host guest. Special co-host guest. I would just like to apologize to the fans. 
and that's all. If y'all can see, <laughs> if y'all can see her mic, it's gold. So she brought in the sparkles today. So just take a picture. So zoom in. And then you can see that goldness on there. It sparkles a little bit. There you go. You know me, you know. <laughs> in right. the light. Oh, and it kind of matches your, matches your dress. I just give it up a whole And her hair, dang. They're like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, we heard you. We heard you back there. <laughs> nah, she came in. She goes like, <laughs> and then we heard her the one. I'm like, is she taking a shower? Like, it's only an hour podcast. Like, you gotta freshen up. Actually, we got a Kardashian in the midst of us of today. Then, uh, I'm sorry, ice cream in your ears. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Right. But okay, so let's go into my questions so we can jump into the topic of our special guest and have her introduce herself and whatever. But did you guys know that sharks don't know camels exist? That's not camels? true. Camels? That's not true. No? No. How is that not true? Because did you know that camels know how to swim? No. <laughs> Are they just my face? I'm like, no. There are. There are. There are certain camels. Don't ask me why I know this. <laughs> Jesus, why do I know this? Like, but there are works. certain camels that do know how to swim. They can even do like uh, depthful water. So like they can swim out to sea and stuff. So more than likely they've come across a shark. A shark may not know like what the fuck is this shit in the fucking sea. What is that camel tail coming over here? Right. <laughs> but more than likely, believe it or not, a shark has probably come in contact with the camel. Can y'all hear us? Like let us know if you can hear us because we can definitely speak louder. <laughs> Well, Tony said my chick bad, so she must have. Uh, oh, he Matthew said, said my chick bad. <laughs> no, yeah, just let us know if you guys can hear for sure. Um, I'm sure you can. Betsy, loud as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but can you hear us, me and Carmen? <laughs> like, we know you can hear her. Wait, what does the camels and the sharks have to do with our topic of the hour? It's not, it's not part of our topic. It was a question. <laughs> but didn't he say to go into the topic I said, before of the hour? we go dive in. See, she's not listening. We never, I had this on Tuesday. Ebony said, no, nah, y'all good? <laughs> He's like, well, actually, might as well uh, keep it down a little bit. <laughs> but also, so I was, of course, scrolling on TikTok, and I seen this dude who was, like, asking, like, random questions. So he was asking one of his homeboys, but since I'm gay, you guys are girls, I'm going to ask the question. All right. So y'all love me, right? Yeah. Sure. But would you have a girl... Uh, just to save my life. Would you what? Eat out a girl. I mean... Like, eat her out. Like, you know, I guess the whole thing. I'm pansexual, so that would not be a problem oh. for me. <laughs> huh? Okay, so she loved me. Do you love me that much to eat out a girl? To, to, to save my life? Oh, I've done that before. Oh, damn. <laughs> I, didn't I think you're my... asking the wrong people. Right. Um, I'll tell you this, so this is a sacrifice. This is how I, I realized that, you know, being a lesbian is not for me. Because eating vagina to me is so, I'm, this is, do we have minors on Oh, shoot, like, I, keep, I keep forgetting rated to, like. Rated R, rated R. Anyways, like, alert, it's, alert. it's, it's uh, boring to me. I don't, I don't get any sexual arousal out of doing that. Um. That's how I knew the penis was for me, because... <laughs> Yeah. And I've done it, like, not just once, it's like a one and done. I've done it on a few occasions. It's just not, not for me. Because I had to think about it, because I'm just like, I've seen a vagina before, i tasted a vagina before, and I'm just like, would I do it again if I love somebody that much? And I'm like, I don't know. Because <laughs> being more, like, I'm an older adult, so I'm like, there's just so much more that I didn't do back in the day to, like, okay, there's tongue motions, there's, like... To back in the... Fino, you just came out. No, I'm... But I haven't had sex. I only had sex with a girl once. So I'm just like, for me, I'm over here thinking like, there's just so many motions, so many stuff that goes in with girls' needs. That I'm just like, am I gonna hit them right? And they just gonna go. I'm sorry, you gotta go. You got to go. I'm and just gonna, good. I'm just gonna put a little bit of a disclaimer out there. This show can get rated R. So my bad, Sylvia. She said just got on. The first thing I heard was vagina. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to that. Oh, no, we're just cheers. Just like cheers. Oh, we all need to cheers oh, together. So cheers. Okay. Hey. Cheers, cheers for sure. Um, but you know, it's just like giving head. You're not good at it right off the, the bat. Like it takes time, and you like gotta figure out. Yeah, but I'm what? not to go after ten vaginas <laughs> to save your guys' life. Like I mean, I'll I do think, it. I'll, I'll attempt it. I I would think my life would be worth that. I'll be like, like just give my at face. the very least. Like, just, like get my face, and I'm just like, okay, I'm about to go and like get my lips straight. I I don't know, like does Tony like I'm about to go in? 
Let's go do it. Like, you know, Alex. I hope no like, man ever announces himself. Right. Like, like, baby, about to dive like, right in. Right. I'm just like, always happened it tonight. <laughs> like, I'm about to do it. I'm just like, like okay, I'm sorry, like, sir. Are you having a stroke? What the fuck is about the face? He needs some chapstick. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, that's how I'm looking at my lips. I'm like, oh, okay. So, how do you want it? You want me to start from the side? Like, let's just go. Like, I'm going to be in there like, mystery. <laughs> I don't what know. What's happening? Well, because like, <laughs> I, it just in my motion, I'm just like, okay, I'm like, I start from the top, like, let's kiss, and then you go with the chest, and then like, you make your way down. Oh, you mean the top of the body. Right. Okay. So I'm just like, where do I, like, where, how do I start? You just want like, go pants down, let's open wide, and then the smell, like, what? do I have to make sure that- Motherfucker, like, if the bitch is clean, there should be no Okay, foul see, we make sure. <laughs> 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 Breaking the merchandise. What did you have in your notepad? I had a, a sticker thing. It's okay, okay. anyways, because this is no, girl. This is this live. is live. On your face, unfiltered, unapologetic. Right. Okay. Well, that's all I had for my question. And all my right. Topics. Well, I noticed that on your shirt, you have it says "I stand with immigrants." Which, Did I do not want to zoom, zoom in? I'm not getting up for the phone. Oh, we're not. It says, I stand with immigrants. <laughs> uh, which I think is a, a great way to transition into the topic of the hour. Uh, so what I really wanted to talk about today was your, and you, we can get as deep as you want, as uncomfortable as you want. It's completely up to you. And we forgot the tissues because I'm a crier. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he God. really is. He gets this look on his face. You guys will be able to see it now. He'll be like, <laughs> So moon baby, like a baby, one of them gif babies yes. with the water's about to come. Yes. yes. Um, but Betsy, just your trials and tribulations of becoming, from, from going um, from an undocumented immigrant to now having, you know, a really good paying corporate accounting job. So I, I've been with you for some of the journey. I wouldn't say necessarily all of it. Well, a good chunk, right? Mm -hmm. But... I mean, I can't really equate to your personal experiences, your, you know, your personal worries and, you know, all of that stress that came with it. So I'll let you take it and we'll interject with a few questions here and there. Um, honestly, this is the first time that I've ever, like, I guess, publicly said that I was undocumented. It's actually very um, exposing and I feel kind of naked uh, just because just that alone is it's just something that I've kind of kept as a secret for the longest time just because of the fear that comes with people knowing that um, you're undocumented just like are they gonna somehow deport me and you know I gotta start all new at a country that I don't really know but um, yes so I came to the United States um, when I was two months shy of nine years old um, from Mexico in the city and state of Oaxaca and it was a huge culture shock for me because where I came from I mean we're just gonna start from the beginning where I came from it's like third worldish right like our mode of transportation was horses Cabin. and donkeys <laughs> uh, no horses and donkeys and everything we ate uh, we either grew or we um, we killed, you know. Um, it was our, our our animals, and so and then going from that to Los Angeles, I didn't know the language, I didn't know traffic lights, I didn't know anything about the, sim the simplest stuff just that we take for granted. Washing machines, like we did everything by hand. <coughs> like, <Rock> from <laughs> life, but I don't really belong here either because. You know, like I was undocumented and like I'm not wanted here, but also if I go back to Mexico, I don't really Hello. go to the, through the schooling system, so I don't have academic Spanish, you know. So I just kind of felt lost for a lot of years, and unfortunately, in the part of um, town that I was at in LA, South Central LA, um, there. Ooh, ooh, we got some LA people up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt very um, judged if I had an accent. So I like tried really, really hard to not have an accent because I didn't want to be made fun of. Um, and then to top that off, I don't look Mexican, you know, to the Mexicans from LA. And so I, I got questioned a lot, like, you know, hey, what's that you claim and why are you in the Mexican neighborhood? You know, I'm like, get, I'm not in the you know what I mean? So they're like, oh, we're 
But and so it's just like it's just <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Hey, uh, Sylvia, let us know that it keeps pausing. So just let us know if I try to fix the issue. Let us know if it keeps pausing. That would be great. Thanks. Now is it pausing through Carmen's or pausing through Man in the Mills? Uh, well, I'm on Man in the Mill, so I I took off the auto okay. lock on my phone, so that should help out. Okay. Um, Yvonne, your sister is watching, and she said the best years ever. That was our little world. Yes. Which part? Mexico or in LA? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So. Search, what, street, what street you clean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, and once they figured out that we were Mexican, obviously they, you know, they loved on us. But it was still a struggle just looking the way that I look and and being undocumented. It was just like, are you Mexican? Are you not Mexican? If you are Mexican, are you legal? If you're illegal, like you need to go back to your country. You know, it was just like it was just a lot to take in, mm -hmm. um, and. You know, the only reason that we came to the United States was for medical help for um, my sister and for a better life, of course, but, you know, that didn't even, oh, sorry, that didn't even end up working out for us, and we kind of just stayed here, and um, so I grew up with a single mom with three sisters. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hey, we ain't <laughs> from that hood. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we, sh you know, we shared one space. It wasn't even a room. We shared one space together. All three of my sisters shared a bed. Oh my gosh. And yeah. That's how it was whenever me, me and my mom, my little brother came up here to live with my dad. We lived with my aunt, but we lived in the basement, like that little section. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like, we from the same hood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't even, it was like a garage where we lived in. It wasn't even like an apartment or a house or nothing. It was like a garage. And so, and my mom was, you know, gone a lot because she's a single mom and has to work all these hours to provide, which I understand now, but back then I didn't. And so just kind of like taking that role of the parent at the house and also trying to navigate a new country and a new language and all of that stuff. Um, to be honest, what kept me going was I don't want to suffer like my mom did. Mm -hmm. No matter what, I'm always going to keep pushing. I always want to do more. <clears throat> And I want to make her sacrifices mean something and be worth it, you know? Right. And so I always just like, that was always my goal. I want to be better. I want to do better. I want to be better. I want to do better no matter what. No matter what, you're not going to tell me that because I didn't, that English wasn't my first language, that I'm not going to be great. I always felt there was greatness inside me regardless. Right. I was like, I'm blessed to know two different languages. I'm going to use that to my advantage. <coughs> and I'm going to my mom to that later on, but... I mean, Jesus, I can go on and on. You guys are going to have to, like, well, that's focus the, that's what, that's, something. <laughs> that's the point. Like, I, So my question is, how did you end up in good old Kansas? <laughs> so I think that some, so we have, we have, you know how we Mexicans are. We have so much family everywhere. So I think some family members were here. And so the cost of living is ridiculous in LA. Oh yeah, you know still is. It's expensive. It's just Jennifer. I'm drinking on you know some spiked lemonade. <laughs> she asked me what I was drinking. Absolute um, citron. <laughs> and um, so she and my mom was struggling to find a, a good job, a consistent job, and so they told her come over here, and that's how we ended up over here. I, when I told my friends I was like I'm moving to Kansas, they're like you going to Arkansas? <laughs> they didn't know where it was. I was like, I honestly don't know. Well, I'm going somewhere. And honestly, I love it here. I would not go anywhere else to live and like grow a family because I think it's a, it's close to the way I grew up in Mexico and then kind of a little bit of city, but not a lot. So it's like just that happy medium for me. I can never live in a big city. As much as I said I love Chicago, I love it so, so Ooh, I, much. Oh, what did you say to me when I told you about New York? You said... What what was it that you had told me? You're like, um, there's Kansas City and then there's New York. So it's just like, yeah, no, New York is a different. It's a different breed. Like you're thinking you live in the city until you go to like one of the big cities like Chicago or New York, and you're like, no, I'll stick with my little city. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, they got themselves over there a rat man, like a man who dresses up as a rat, going through the city. We got a rat man. Oh no, he don't. He eats rats. He puts rats in his mouth. Never mind. We have a Superman. Right. I'm like, I'm happy about that. I knew about that one. For sure, we have a rat man. I'm like, what? During Halloween, he puts, you know, he's a fifth generation. No, but this man does it like, with, like every day. Like he dresses like a full blown rat? Yes. Like in New York or something? Yes. New York. Oh, 
want the girl you next to me. You know what? I think New York is so big that you're bound to find somebody uh, or something. Oh, of course. Like, of course. Like, I was I was on TikTok, and I followed the dude who, like, interviews random people. And he, people brought up the rat man. I was like, this can't be true. I go, this man cannot dress up like a rat all the time. But as I was, like, looking through his videos, I'm just like people's sense of style is different people like everybody like mm -hmm. people can go outside and not want to um like fix a headphone tech um what was i saying <laughs> i can't hear myself so far there's different people different people they, oh, go, outside. they go outside with no bras on oh people, glorious like, day right <laughs> like with with like, holes just... like holes dirty shirts i'm just like and you they be a random day Random people go to you, put their hands over your face, and be like, oh, who's this? It'd be a random ass person you oh, fucking see, know. No, 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 no. See, I couldn't do it either. Like, I'm I'm from a small town, so going from a small town to this, like, to Kansas City, I'm like, I still can't tell you what street, what, I couldn't tell you what street that was until Carmen told me it was 42nd. Oh, I, I was don't like, know. I told you that, or oh, GPS yeah, told you that. No, I, you told me. I sure as hell still <laughs> use GPS to get to work every morning and get back. <laughs> you were working the round. direction givers ever i'm like because i don't get directions like i can <laughs> drive there. gives me the direction <laughs> i can drive there one time and it'd be okay but if you tell me what area or what section of the streets i'm like i don't know yeah, i don't no, know. I'm, I'm not sorry the one. i'm not going to get there though <laughs> right we'll, we'll get there so okay so you came to kansas you started going to the kck public schools right yes okay yes. and um honestly from, I don't know if you guys are familiar with South Central LA, but South Central LA is really rough. I barely know Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I only travel there. <laughs> I travel there for a day. Right? No. It's, we don't. I heard we don't stay there. We just visit. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't know how it is now, but when I was there, I lived there for about five years. It was rough. It was rough. So when we moved to Kansas, I, you know, as a seventh grader, I was like, oh, we're rich now. Like, we, we got trace. Oh, we got money. We got trace. Like, the, the cafeteria isn't all tagged up. There aren't food fights. Like, ooh, we fancy. No, you, oh, there are no roaches in here. Yeah, no, like, no, this is no Mars. There's no gangbangers in every corner. It was, it was, it was another adjustment, uh, but it was different. Yeah, we went, I went to, um, middle school here, half of middle school, and I loved it. I love, I love learning. I love growing. People are interesting to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I boring you today? No, girl, it's past my bedtime. What you mean? I try not to yawn, but actually <laughs> and she still has her five energy drink right there. I haven't taken it. Exactly. <laughs> no, I haven't taken it. I know that's why she's yawning. No, you're not boring. I'm sorry, I'm not boring. Anyway, do you want me to tell you about when I was in the game? <laughs> and we had a jump people. What do you want from me? <laughs> like how many seconds? Rosa, Rosa agreed. She said we thought we was rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, for real. It was just crazy. It was. It's just such a different way of living where I was at. I didn't realize how poor I was until I moved somewhere else. I mean, even in Mexico and then to LA and then from LA to Kansas and then, you know, Kansas to, you know, where I'm at now. It's just such a- Chicago. Missouri. <laughs> Missouri? Not Missouri. No, but no, no. She, she lives in the nice part of Missouri. You live out there by Zona Rosa, you know? <laughs> oh, they got a Hawaiian rose up here now. <laughs> we fancy. <laughs> Whatever. Organic stuff. <laughs> like, yo, dicks, what? That's huge. Yeah, we got a whole block. <laughs> Anyways. No, yeah, it was just an adjustment, and there were, like, sports that people got involved in, and so I was like, heck, yeah, I'm going to be in everything. So, <laughs> I don't remember having that. She name. said, we got sports. <laughs> like, if they don't have any sports, it's, it's I, I don't think that they could, like, <clears throat> get people to not fight long enough. Okay. Oh, I thought it was female. I was like, damn it, we could have gone one episode without him breaking the damn merchandise. <laughs> we don't have to go one episode without her saying that. Well, maybe if we don't break the damn merchandise. <laughs> if we got some super glue up in here, like, dang. At least you're holding it. It looks really sturdy. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute since, you know. Okay. <laughs> it took me a second to get <laughs> Yeah, like, what? you know why? Because we get sex on a daily. That's why. <laughs> We don't know more. We we go in abstinence, you know. 
we trying to take our daddy issues elsewhere. By choice. <laughs> by choice. <laughs> there, by by choice. <laughs> a therapist. <laughs> yes, I need a therapist. Oh man. If y'all are therapists, hit me up. You know, my DMs are still dry. Applications haven't came in yet. Anyways, okay. go ahead, Betsy. So, we, we were, they got sports. They got sports. Oh, sports, yes. <laughs> she said we could have had sports and they had enough time to break up the fight. For real? Yeah, I don't understand. It was a hum. I feel like everybody had to be in a gang one way or another. Like, there was, like, little junior gangs that led up to, like, the bigger. It was a, it was a hot mess. But I loved it. I mean, I was. I it's was, like you gotta get jumped into the junior game and then you get re-jumped into the bigger game. Yeah. That's not. Yes, it was crazy. <coughs> so, but anyway, so I, I've always had a passion for learning and I'm just a big old nerd. I'm just, that's, that's just it. I'm just a nerd. Facts. And um, I didn't really understand the concept or I didn't really understand how much it affected me being undocumented until I was in high school. Mm. Because, you know, luckily I'm still able to go to school. Like, at this point, I'm not really working, so I don't know what I have to go through to get a job. Right. I'm just, I'm just you know, doing normal kid stuff, I guess you could say. I'm, you know, going to school and then coming home and, you know, being with my sisters and stuff. And it wasn't until I was in high school or, um, you know, I was 14 when we had to figure out how I was going to get myself a job. So, um... Me and family member literally sat in a car. I feel really exposed saying this, but we sat in the car. I feel like you're about to cry is how I feel like your your voice is taking. It's I'm like, just, you're gonna make me cry. No, it's just like when you think back to where you like started, it's just like, dang, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. Because we sat in the parking lot of a car before I go into this to get a job, my first job as a 14 year old, uh, said I was 15. But I was like, okay, we gotta make up a social security number. You know, we're going to start it with these three numbers and then it's going to end like this. So we just made it up. Mm -hmm. And um, we, you know, I had, I, you know, that's what I did. And that's how it started. And I was like, dang, like, you know, like this is my life. Like, and I couldn't get the job that I wanted. I, it always has to, had to be in the restaurant industry. Right. You know, and so it was tough. Um, I didn't really understand. I'm like, why? I didn't do anything wrong. Like, why? Why does it have to be like that? And I'm like, I'm just as smart, if not smarter, than people that are working at other You're jobs. Smith over there. Yeah, I'm like, why can't I get that job? I really didn't understand. And it didn't fully dawn on me until it was like junior year. And people were applying for scholarships and people were getting scholarships, you know, junior and senior year. And I was getting this full ride here and this full ride there and I could not accept them because they have to go through FAFSA first and I couldn't apply for FAFSA. Mm -hmm. And I was just like heartbroken. I was devastated. I felt lost. I felt like I don't belong anywhere. It was like a huge like identity crisis. I was like, if I don't belong here and this is where I've been most of my life, like, am I supposed to go back to Mexico and, like, start over? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, I would rather not do that, you right. know? But do right. I really have a choice at this point? Because I want more for myself. And then I knew that if I stayed here, I would be limited to the type of jobs that I would get, you know? Right. And so I had to make a tough choice at, you know, 17, 18 years old. And at this point, my sister um, had already been sent back to Mexico um, because, unfortunately, my sister did not make the best choices and so um, she didn't um, have any opportunity to continue to go to school here after graduating high school so my mom sent her to Mexico to have a chance and it was tough for her I imagine it moving. was I'm sorry go ahead <laughs> it was too tough for me um, to deal with I kind of just distanced myself unfortunately and my sister and I were like this but it was too much for me to handle that she was just gone. I feel like it was so sudden. Right. Like, and we weren't allowed to cry as she went off because we didn't want people to know that she was like leaving and not being able to come back. Right. Because then people are gonna know that we're undocumented. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had to sit there as she, you know, driving off in the bus and hold back my tears, you know, because we don't want people to know that she's leaving, leaving, you know? Right. And that was really tough. That was very tough. But, um, yeah, I couldn't accept none of the scholarships, and I was very angry and confused, and I remember talking to my science teacher, who, 
with her story, what she tell, has told us now. Because I know Carmen hasn't looked over there in a minute. Yes, I have. This is watching, watching, watching. Her sister said that was that's cruel, and then she blamed it on somebody. But I don't got my. I mean, I got my glasses, but they're not working right now. <laughs> Sorry. Is that that's cruel? Is Isabel? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I mean, do you want me to go into detail? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I mean, you just, just. You know. And then Yuri laughed. That's all that's been going on. So if you guys have any questions, that would be the time to ask because you know we get into close to that hour. We are? Yeah. yeah we so are. we're going to skip the whole I wanted to go into education and then how did you become... <laughs> how did you become... Fast forward. That's So how did you start the process to, um, you know, for lack of a better term, get your papers? That could happen. Okay. Daka saved my life. Okay. Barack Obama. And if, yes, and Barack if you Obama are not familiar, out. it's d Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. And basically what that means is... 44. Just to simplify it, they're not going to punish the kids that were brought here by their parents or by somebody else by by not granting them, you know, access to, to, to some things. When this is all we know, this is this is this is our country. Even right. though it's, right. you know what I mean, and so that's what DACA is. And, and when that happened, it was it was just amazing. And I and I was like, okay, now I can like do something. I want no offense to my teachers. I love education and everything like that. But I just wanted something different, a different field mm -hmm. um, that I could challenge myself more. And I knew that I would. I didn't want. I just needed to be challenged on a day-to-day -day basis. I just needed more. Um, and so I was like, okay. I literally had a year left of education and I was like, nope, I'm gonna change it to accounting. And that's what I did and it was very difficult. Um, I was going through life, you know, life gets messy. I was going through life, full-time job. I was in an accelerated program and, you know, mother, all the things, going to work Okay, so while um, applying for DACA you had, no, when I went back to school for accounting. Okay. So yeah, so this is just fast forwarding. Like I apply for DACA, you have to prove my floor is not comfortable. That you are a good citizen, that you're a good person, that you've been here for since a specific date. Like they didn't just give it to everybody. Right. Like you had to prove certain things, and like we, I sent in, you know, a whole bunch of documents. Right. Just you know, saying all of my grades, all of my awards. Did I have to write, I had to write a letter for you, right? Recommendation letter, yeah, yeah, all yeah. kinds of things. And I just reached out. I'm to an my, expert at this point. A lot of my <laughs> friends asked me to write letters for them. Yeah, it was, a, it was such a great moment for us, you know, kids that this is all we've known. Right. We just don't have the same rights as everyone. So your sister said, this is getting so good, wish we had longer than an hour. And then Nati said, why am I watching eating pistachios? About to cry. Girl, you amazing. Oh, thank you. Uh, but um, so yeah, so accounting. And I loved it. I was just so happy. And then um, I was working at KCKCC, of course. Oh, I forgot about back. that. Yes, I was a recruiter. Um, at the college, um, I loved it, you know, because they're kind of the reason why I was able to continue with my education. So I was very happy to work there, and um, and then I this job just kind of found me, um, and they offered me a position right away. It's a private company, um, you know, they have they property management. We manage over a um, hundred properties in over eight states. And I got in a job um, with like two, three months of graduating from college right. with my accounting degree. I got this job and I couldn't have been happier with it. It was literally, I was like, this is where I belong. I love it. It was so challenging. It was so new. Um, and I just, I She never it. has time for me. <laughs> it's definitely, I know it's going to keep me busy. And I know that the longer I'm in it, the more I'm able to grow because I love it so much. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to give me more responsibility. And, you know, thank God, a year and a day after being in this position, I received a very big promotion. And I was like, do I need any more signs? And so now I'm a corporate accountant, which basically I manage the owners of the company's money. Uh, and I handle over 12 bank accounts and I'm making sure that the company is- He's confident, don't come for her. <laughs> is, uh, it, 
the numbers are good, basically. So I actually, I want to jump back a little bit, though, because we didn't really talk about the process that you had to take after the letters of recommendation and documentation in order for you to, like I said, lack of a better term, get your papers. Mm -hmm. Because you had to go back to Mexico for a short period, right? So if I remember correctly. So that's a different process. So um, I was DACA first, and for DACA, you don't have to go back um, because DACA, you don't, you're not here legally with DACA, but you're also not here illegally. Just kind of, you're kind of like in that gray limbo area. You know, you're kind of protected. <laughs> you're protected, um, but but you can't leave the country. So right. you know, with DACA, you can't leave the country and come back. You just don't have that liberty. Um, but I was able, I was fortunate enough to have um, my ex-husband petition for me to be a, a resident, and that's why I became a permanent resident. Um, and that's when I had to go to Mexico and come back because because I came here illegally. They needed me to get out and then come in legally. Isn't that ridiculous? Bye. How long were you in Mexico for? I was in Mexico for about two weeks. I was very, 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 very fortunate because there are people that go for their because you have to go if you yeah, can, right. if you entered illegally, you have to go to your country and interview there and do the interview. Oh my God, I felt like I. You know, like my life was on the line, which it was because my right. daughter is here, and I'm like, what if they don't want me back in? Like, what if what if I have to wait months and months and months right. and years and until they approve? You know, which happens to people. Right. And then you know, you have to get this pardon, basically saying, I'm sorry for coming in illegally. I won't do anything to disrespect America again. Basically, is what you you have like to like. I know the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, like you have to like beg and be like you know. Like, I'm sorry I came in illegally, and people have to wait outside in their home country for that to be approved, and that's right. why that, that can take forever. And then you can also get banned for 10 years if you leave the country. Do you think that being a recipient of DACA kind of helped your situation? I hope so. I okay. hope that it did because um, they already like had all of my information in their system, you know, that I've already proved that. I, I had enough evidence to receive that, so they really shouldn't have had to do that much. Um, but also, I literally don't have anything, any bad marks in my name. I don't have a speeding ticket. I don't have anything. Like I mean, I, you had a, a ticket. Remember whose name you put it in? Uh, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. I guess that's going to be for a day. It was just, but it was, it was but, but to bring it back to the point of like something that as an undocumented person at the time that you really don't think about is the fact that she got a ticket and she was so worried about how it might affect her. Like, are they going to find me? Are they going to deport me back? Are we, and we were working at Applebee's at the time. So we were, you know, early teens or no late teens, early twenties. So we didn't know anything. We didn't know like, eh, it's a speeding ticket from a freaking park or was it a park ranger? Yeah. A park like ranger a, yeah. from the Roselle Memorial. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. Now now that we're older, now that we're older, right? But when we're young and, and you know, shit like that happens, you're just like, fuck, you know? I was terrified. What is that? Someone wrote a novel. Oh, it's Cassie. She says, how hard it was for you and your family during this process. Uh, so this is a question for Betsy. It says, how hard was it for you and your family during this process? Did you have your daughter before this? And I'm sorry, Ugh, hold on, you're gonna make my fat ass move. Um, and she says she's sorry that you had to go through this. Oh, no. Uh, thank you. Um, DACA or residency? Because this is the residency. The residency made you go back to Mexico. Yeah, so I had, it was, it was absolutely <clears throat> terrifying for me because I, my ex husband had to prove. That he needed me in the country. Wow. Well, anyways, in order. In my I'm sorry. She said ex husband, so in my head, I'm like, oh, this dude. <laughs> in order for me to stay here. And so it was just very challenging just being put in that situation. And I, I didn't, I honestly, I'm honestly saying this, I did not want it to happen because I didn't want to feel like I owed anybody anything. Right. But I wanted things to kind of happen on their own. And I also didn't want him or anybody else that had offered to feel like 
I needed them or I used them even less. So, you know, so it was very uncomfortable for me. It was very hard for me and also terrifying because I have a baby, I have a child. What if I can't come back? Right. right. How old you know, was Catalea at the time? Catalea was like two, three. Okay. So, you know, and my big, my favorite job will ever always be being a mother. I, it's, I, if I could be a mother full time, I would, you know, just have a baby. <laughs> um, but it was extremely just, just stressful and it just put people in just weird situations right. and all this like documenting and proof that you have to provide and pictures to prove that right. everything is real and it's just like it's just uncomfortable and it's it's just i don't know i didn't like it at all it's I more like how they say don't mix um personal with business and that's what it kind of was yeah yes is they that... were making it seem like i don't know i just felt very uncomfortable i didn't like the process like it just i just like I just didn't like it and I didn't I fought it the entire time you know and honestly the only reason why we ended up doing it was because Trump announced that he was gonna run for president that was the only reason why because I was like no I have that gun fine no I have that I don't have because at that point I had already been married for like what five years or something like that so I'd already been married for five years you know and I have been saying no the entire time I was like no 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 and then Trump was like I'm gonna run for president and then everybody lost their shit because we were scared right. we were like what is this man gonna do what is he gonna do with my family what is he gonna do with me with you know exactly. the life that I built and work hard for it's like he said one thing like there's a family in Florida where they said I'm gonna help you guys out get through the process the wife was just like you like she came in <laughs> breaking stuff <laughs> there it is there it is um, where breaking the merchandise where he had said to the family it wasn't a marine too he said like i'm gonna make sure your wife is good we're perfectly fine and since she was brought here as a little kid and she had a speeding ticket they denied her application to stay here a speeding ticket like you were scared from the rager like mm -hmm. and it's crazy because like she goes like my husband voted for you because you made this promise to him and now you're not think she had two kids and basically just ripped away from mm -hmm. the family it's devastating it's and so, so it's it's just weird how uh, that whole situation happened but my question is um at the time I mean, you were married for five years but then you went through the divorce process or the breakup process and so you were a single mom for quite a while what advice would you give other single moms who are not only were in, who are or maybe in your position, but also say don't give up, stay with your dream. Like you have a dream to make it up here or show your mom, your parents, like I'm different. Like what type of advice would you give to them? Here's what my um, ex mother-in-law told me. God um, rest her soul. That will never leave me. She said. The time that you are in school or, or doing the training or doing what you need to do to be better is this long in your life. And this is your life. So is this worth the better life that you will live for, for the rest of your life? I'm sorry, for the rest of your life and for the rest of your child's life. So of course it's going to be challenging because if it wasn't everybody would be doing it, right? right? Anything that's worth having is going to you're gonna need to work at it. Mm -hmm. You're gonna you're gonna suffer a little bit, you know. But it's going to be so much worth it because at the end of the day, time's gonna pass no matter what. A year or two years is gonna come and go, regardless if you were doing in school or not in school or going to whatever technical program you want to go to. It's gonna happen regardless. So. If that's what you want to do, if you want better for yourself, you're just going to have to do it and understand that it's going to be hard. And this is the time when you rely on the people that love you and that have been there for you. And, and you know, don't be afraid to ask for help, especially as a single parent. You know, mm -hmm. you want better for your life, for your kids. You don't want your kids to struggle the way that you struggled or you don't want to struggle the way your parents struggled. Exactly. The whole point is that we continue to be better generation after generation. We don't want to have to keep continuing the cycle of poverty and that's something that I try to tell my cousins and my family all the time. I don't want to continue the cycle of poverty. I refuse. I refuse, I refuse, I refuse. I want better for me and I want better for my baby. How dare I bring a child into this world and make her live the life that I live and all the trauma that I've had to endure and, and all the issues that I have as an adult. 
how dare I make her go through that? Right. I have to do better. Right. Like, I have to. Uh, your sister said all of it. I saw. I sorry. I sound a little echoey, but all of it was just a scary process. What you went through made you a hell of brave and strong woman. You deserve everything good that's in your life today. Thank you, Nita. <laughs> and then another question that I have is that: Do you think that we? I'm thinking for myself and other Americans. Do we take what we get for free for advantage? In such a way, like for granted, one thousand percent. I have family members that are U.S. citizens who uh, I I would do anything to trade. Okay. I would do anything to trade my situation for theirs. You know, and, and and honestly, I don't blame them because that's just that's just our human nature. Honestly, we don't realize what we have we don't we don't unless we make a conscious effort to be aware of our situation mm -hmm. and um one thousand percent we i mean i i i try my hardest to live be aware of where i am today and where i was even yesterday or a week ago and be like okay i'm appreciative of what i have right. being able to buy clothes for myself without wondering if i'm gonna be able to pay my phone bill is new to me in the last few years being able to and this bitch is fucking frugal <laughs> like reuse your oil for you no, i'm just saying <laughs> i used to have to choose between paying for my rent or buying food you know like i like you know what i'm saying yeah. it was it was rough but i knew I, I i leaned on my faith you have to lean on something faith family whatever it is that keeps you going <laughs> Hopefully not alcohol, but um, and what, what just is it? am I on fire? Mm. Just remember that we all have a purpose here. Everybody right. has a purpose. Everybody has a purpose, and so just remind yourself of that. Every and everybody has struggles. Everybody goes through loss. Everybody is gonna have somebody close to them that dies. Everybody's gonna have setbacks, divorces, all these things. You know, loss of a child. You know, all these things happen to people but I'm not doing and I'm just saying I'm just saying like I feel like we make excuses for ourselves a lot right and we don't realize that everybody goes through something mm -hmm. and that and that shouldn't keep you from doing what you want to do to fulfill your dreams you know, right. it, it, it she definitely shouldn't have that face. It, it definitely shouldn't keep you from at least trying. Right. You know, and so yeah, I mean, I you know, I suffer from chronic pain too. I'm in pain every day for no damn reason. I'm just in pain, you know. But a lot of times I text her. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, what is the point if I'm gonna have to live like this for the rest of my life? And but then I ship her CBD oils. <laughs> But I'm like, there, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be a reason I'm here. There's got to be more to love. All right. And then my <laughs> last question, um, before, if anybody else has another question, but my last question, like, now that you have overcome being undocumented, DACA, residence, mother, um, She ain't overcome being motherhood. She's still going through it. I mean, you, yeah, you never go through the struggles of motherhood is never over but anyways it's part just part of your story and part of your timeline like being a wife and then going to be an ex-wife and now a future wife um where do you see yourself in five years with maybe with the company that you work for now or stay-at-home mom are you gonna live in kansas the rest of the like she better <laughs> uh, tony <laughs> child, like a child like where do you see yourself in five years with what so much of you accomplished so much mm -hmm. success how successful you have come? I have done a lot for being 30. I, I will say that um, I, I've i always been very hard on myself. I'm like, I gotta have this done by this, this time and this done by this time. And honestly, God has humbled me. He was like, this is not on your timeline. This is, you know, this is gonna be what is meant for you. Not what you want. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, so I wanted to, you know, but anyway. Um, he works He works in mysterious ways whenever things need to get done. He works, he's on his own timeline, not on our timeline. <laughs> um, but in five years, um, honestly, I just want to continue growing in the company. I want to continue learning. I'm thankful for my for my CFO. He believes in me. He sees um, my, my potential. He sees my worth, and I appreciate him for She's it. using these big-ass words over here, like, 
your words. <laughs> Potential for uh, passion. For my first review, he said that he wants me to be a controller, which is the next the step below the CFO. Okay. So that's you know that's hopefully my goal. Um, I, honestly, I I don't like to move from place to place, so I would like to stay in this company for as long as I can. And they have a history of people long being term. there. It's longevity. People retire. And so I would like to say that I love the company. It's a great company. Um, they really believe in me. Um, they, they trust me and my skills. So I would like to stay there and keep growing and be a controller, hopefully in five years. Okay. I would like to, I'm going to have twins. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I am. I did ask I'm that question. I'm not pregnant right now, I but like... I am just speaking it into existence. Hey. Manifesting. Um, but yes, I, I just like... Don't try, don't even Snap try to be the other change. Hand. First of all, <laughs> okay, she has so it. Okay, we will we talk about that another day. She got her cup. Uh, so, yeah, more kids for sure. I would love to have more kids, but honestly, um, my fiance and I have talked about um, that he will be the stay at home dad. Ooh. Because I just, I just don't. <laughs> Tony has the patience to be a stay at home dad? <laughs> yeah, and I just. I just don't see myself being at home for more than a year or two. I would, I would, I need to do something. Right. I, mean, I, I was telling him, I was like, I'll probably be a stay-at-home mom, but developing a business as I'm home, you right. know. I just, I, and he was like, you know, as long as I'm making three, four hundred thousand dollars a year, he'll be a stay, he'll be happily be a stay-at-home dad. I'm like, bet. <laughs> <laughs> we speaking, we manifesting over here. Speaking yeah. Of so, existence. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Well, that's awesome. Any comments okay. in the comment section? Yeah, Miss Cassie says she's uh, Betsy. Wow, I need to stop drinking. You being oh shit, hold on, I gotta go back. There <laughs> <laughs> she goes. Calls. It says you being a strong woman comes from your hard ass working mother. My mom does work very hard. I mean, to that she still works at uh, jazz. Jazz, but it doesn't have a different name now. Oh, no, jazz. <laughs> Any of the entrance has a different name because yeah. it's in the entrance part it says something and then like when you go to the side it says jazz is Louisiana. Oh yeah. As much as I'd like to deny it or fight it, I I have a lot of the qualities that I love about myself, I did get from my mom. Um, so I am thankful for her, um, for who she is um, as a person. I think that if she would have been given different opportunities, she would have been in a different a whole different world you know right. i think she was robbed of a lot um but i yeah a lot of a lot of who i am is because of her and because okay. i don't i don't want her to have to worry about us either you know so i was going to say this more like if you could talk to your if you can go back and talk to your younger self what would you do but i kind of feel like you would take the path that you were still on because how how the how the outcome has come but if you were to talk to your two younger girls who were brought here at your age that you were, what would you tell them in like in regards to just I guess education? Like, um, same thing that I that I tell my family. Um, I think education is the 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 exit door out of poverty. You mm -hmm. know, out of a lot of bad situations, a uh, cycle of trauma. Um, education is the key. It is absolutely important, and my mom instilled that in me. Education is everything, um, the way that I see it. Now, I'm not saying education as in go to college, go to four years, and all that. No, it's, it's progression and learning and being better and doing better and self-growth, self-awareness, emotional intelligence. These are things that you don't need to go to college for. Um, but it's just learning life learning uh, from your mistakes so that you don't do them again right. and that you don't repeat them because we're going to make mistakes we're going to make mistakes right we just have to make sure we learn from them and so that we can be better and do better that's it. it's all that it's about and just don't give up like don't there's going to be moments of hopelessness there's going to be moments of why am i here what what's the point you know what i mean but just stay hopeful and always think positively always think in the in the best case scenario because there could be the best case scenario and then let's say four or five years down the line you're able to get a work permit you're gonna wish you would have done all of these things 
before so that you were ready to you know go on the work field or go do this and go do that you know you don't you just want to live with as less regrets as you can you know and this girl came out from east lost okay all right <laughs> but it's time we definitely before I was getting pity don't ask no more damn questions we got to go <laughs> stop asking these <laughs> Sorry. a thoughtful question where was this shit during the middle of the fucking podcast like yeah. we were trying to go live that's what was I'll happening. finish my book eventually and y'all can read all about it but we definitely before we go we um just want to take a moment of silence um nine, September 11th is coming up um one of the piece of history that we still I don't want to say celebrate but we still remember why would we celebrate that we just commemorate like we just right commemorate is the word he meant to say again I don't have a dictionary I don't throw I just look cute okay, but you know, I just look cute but we definitely just want to take a moment of silence so if we will quick moment let's just close our eyes how long when I start talking again just close our eyes Amen. Oh, that's quick. Thank you. Yeah. Also, well, also, September is Suicide um, Awareness, awareness Month. Uh, it's kind so, of crazy. I was having a conversation. Okay, Brayden, she's my you didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's 800-273-8255. It's the Suicide Prevention Line. Thank you, Betsy. Thank you, Betsy. Very important. That's the education process. All yeah. right. Well, thank you for joining us on another hour of Man in the Mouth. And on our first live. Thank you, Betsy. Thanks for having me, guys. We started off with some laughs and ended with some tears. Thank you for everybody who stuck with us for the full hour. We truly appreciate it. We will see you next Thursday live. Hopefully, we won't have these glitches. Glitches. Anyways. But, you know, (laughs) you know I'm Alpino. You are? And this is Carmen. That's not how we do our exit. I know. <laughs> and this is Carmen. Hold on. <laughs> hey, this is Fino. And this is Carmen. And you were watching Man, Man in the, the Mill. Bye. Hey, bye everybody.